Welcome to Unscripted with Kirby Hossman and Bill Petrie, your weekly show focused on the topsy-turvy world of promotional products, branding, advertising, and marketing. As always, Unscripted is brought to you by the good people at Promo Corner's Identity Marketing, the leading online industry magazine chock full of content and thought-provoking articles. You can visit them online at promocorner.com backslash identity dash marketing. Now, here's Kirby and Bill. Welcome to the first live edition of Unscripted. I'm very excited. Kirby, I'm excited. I'm Bill Petrie, your co-host. With me, as always, is my good pal, Kirby Hossman. I always ask this every day. Kirby, how the hell are you? <laughs> I'm better than normal, actually. Are you? you? Know, being, being here in front of a live audience, we've never done this. I'm actually not used to being this close to you, so that's kind of weird. Uh, but it's, I'm, I'm feeling good. Feeling good. You guys feeling good? Yeah, you guys liking this? All right. Let, let's, let's see if people can hear this. Oh, Kirby, you know what I'm doing? I'm handing you a skew brew. That is an IPA. And I am having a lager. Let's click our glasses here. Actually, right. cheers. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's worth mentioning that we are uh, doing this uh, yep. podcast live from SkewCon 2017. Yes. And we want to thank Mark and Catherine Graham and the Absolutely. whole crew at Common Skew. And uh, appreciate the opportunity to be here. So, uh, and since you mentioned that, you yeah. know, you mentioned Common Skew, and that reminds me, Kirby, mm. about our sponsor, the yes. good people at Bay State Specialty. And since we are in Las Vegas for the PPAI Expo, I would encourage everybody to go visit Bay State. You know what they have there? Well, a ice scrapers. Ice scrapers. They have a whole bunch of ice scrapers there, but they also have a lot of other products. So I encourage everybody to go by the Bay State booth, which is number 5905 in your guide mm -hmm. at PPAI Expo. And then if you're really excited and you want to tell Joel Moore that, hey, those two guys, they need a little bit more money out of your sponsorship, <laughs> go to Pomo Corner's booth at 5905. One one. Yeah, no, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great week, and it's I, I don't know about you, but I always love getting together with everybody. So Kirby, as always, I thank you for having the courage to do this podcast with me. I do have a question. Yes, bring it. So, I had some travel issues yesterday. Yes, you did. Okay, <laughs> and I was very open with my travel issues. I was delayed, and my bags are delayed. I had to go back to the airport to get my bags. The key being bags. Yeah, that's true. So <laughs> it, it came very very clear that I pack differently than most men. <laughs> I have two bags with me, Kirby. Yes. I have one bag for my clothes, mm -hmm. and I have one bag for my shoes. <laughs> yeah. And I make no apologies for that, because yeah. a, a boy needs options uh, sure. in Las Vegas. Yeah. How sure. do you pack for Las Vegas? Um, okay, so we left, what day did we leave, Saturday? Um, I didn't leave with you, Kirby. I think you can handle one of you. Okay, so I left Saturday. So Friday night, I mm -hmm. uh, went home after work, uh, laid out, looked in my closet and saw what I had clean, Yep. and uh, rolled up the stuff and threw it in the bag. Okay. So Friday Ten night. Ten minutes tops. Okay. So Friday night, <laughs> let, me, let me paint a scene for you. <laughs> my bed and my master bedroom, I laid out all the clothes that I thought I'd wear, and it was like, it was like adult granimals. So I know what I'm wearing Monday during the day, Monday night, Tuesday during the day, Tuesday night. This and makes then, me so sad. It's not sad. <laughs> Who looks better, me or Kirby? Who looks better? Bill? Raise, clap for Bill. Oh, wow. It's the shoes. So that didn't work out real well. So we're going to move on. But, so, but I have all my granimals yep. packed. 
Because I want to know exactly what I'm wearing when. And it took me two and a half hours to pack. <laughs> that makes me sadder. It, uh, no. it, it should make you jealous. Yeah, no, and, and you do. You look very nice. I Fetching it, is the word I'd prefer. Well, I mean, if you spent two and a half hours packing, you need the kind of encouragement that well, I'm giving you, clearly. All right, so that was my <laughs> travel packing issue with Vegas, but now we're here. Kirby, do you have a topic? What do you, what do you have? Well, I, I drink do. my delicious skew brew lager by the good people at A Plus Wine, I believe. Yeah, right? I appreciate that, correct? that for sure. That's the, the IPA is terrific, by the way. Um, okay, so yeah, I'm going to tell a quick little case study of the power of promo for the same trip, right? Yep. So we came out, and I want to give a shout-out to the Shapenko guys. Uh, who, <laughs> thanks, guys. Uh, who gave me pens that said... Um, uh, on it, it says, flight attendants are here to save your ass, not kiss it. And so, let me just tell you, when you give that to flight attendants, they give you free booze. Really? And so, uh, I will tell you, it, I thought, I really did think, I was like, man, this is a great case study for the power of promo. Since it's probably a uh, 50 cent dollar item that you gave me. Yeah, that's right. It's two dollars now, right? But you gave me for free and I got thirty dollars worth of Stop by the Shepenko booth because apparently Kirby's giving it away for free. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, I just thought it was a cool case study for the power of what we do. Well, absolutely. And the fact that you stopped calling the flight attendants waiters and waitresses (laughs) probably helped out as well. Oh, so Shepenko's booth is 5405. You can go right around the corner to 5905 to Bay State after you visit the folks at Shepenko. So, you know, I, I've done that before in the past. When I first started coming to Expo, I used to have really nice um, quill pens, mm-hmm. very nice. They have a nice weight to them. They write very well. And I would always try to weasel my way to get an upgrade because you know how I work a yes. hotel in Las Vegas. I always try to, to weasel my way into a suite, which I did this Yes, week. which you did. Um, and, and a pen can do that, too. So yeah. it is the power of promotional products. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you got another topic? I do. So as I was thinking about what we want to talk about in front of everybody here, and people may add, don't look at my notes. I'm not. I was looking at the timer. Okay. Well, do you need glasses? Um, Best boss ever. Oh. So I've worked, you know, you work for yourself now. I work for myself now, but we've all had bosses. Mm -hmm. Everybody here has had a boss at one time or another. may have a boss now. Tell me about your best boss ever Mm. in this industry. Uh, Okay. And why? Okay. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. I, I had, I don't know how uh, everybody else is, but when I first got into the working world, I had a, a string of really poor bosses. And that's, this was actually before I was in the industry, to the point where I thought, gosh, I maybe there's no such thing as a great boss. Maybe it's you. Yeah. I, I, well, I, you're I, a I, shitty employee. Yeah, I think that, that was, there's actually some real truth to that. There's some merit to that. Yeah. Um, my best boss ever was probably outside of the industry. Okay. Um, and I just give her a shout out. Her name was Anita Rector. She was one of those people who was like, she micromanaged you until it started to annoy you. And then she didn't. And it was like, especially when you're new to a position, it was helpful for me. And she was just kind. Um, within the industry, the best boss I ever had. Now, uh, I guess the point of transparency at one point, I worked for Bill. Uh, so clearly, he was not the best boss I ever had. Uh, no, I, I think you... That, that just hurt my promo yeah, heart. Yeah, I know. No, uh, Bill was a great boss. Um, no, I wasn't. Yeah, uh, uh, Dale Limes yep. uh, was, a, was a really good boss. But my best boss for only a very brief period, I worked for my dad. 
And so I'd say Rod Hossaman was probably my best boss. Okay. How about you? Um, so my history in the industry, I worked for Halo for eight years. Mm-hmm. Um, I joined Halo Branded Solutions about eight months before the bankruptcy, which not a great time to join a company <laughs> about eight months before they file for bankruptcy. That's a tough one. Um, worked there for eight years, but then my best boss is after that, I went to Summit Marketing. And I worked for a guy, and he's actually out of the industry now, and he came from an advertising background. And his name is Dan Weil. Man, that is ridiculous. Loud over the next <laughs> thing there. That is some loud video. Um, name is Dan Weil, and I'll tell you why. Okay. So you go through the interview process. You ask questions. They ask questions, and then you know a job offer comes, and you kind of decide we're going to partner up. And I'll never forget this. There were some operational challenges at Summit at the time, and about three weeks into my employment, I went to my boss and I said, Dan, you did not tell me all this stuff and I'll never forget his response he goes well you didn't ask the right questions did you (laughs) and but he was right and that sets a stage for a really good working relationship where he taught me how to think analytically and think critically and ask the right questions in any situation so I I always look at him because he always challenged me are you asking all the right questions and I always liked I always liked that that's great that's that's it's good anytime you can gain anything from any employer it's really helpful so yeah um, okay cool so I guess it's my turn I I suppose it is Um, okay so one of the things I was thinking about is obviously we're here at SKUCon and I don't this is a conference I look forward to every year I'm not just saying that because Mark was standing there I think it provides a lot of value. And I honestly, I think probably the thing that I like the most about it is I feel like I get in the same room with a bunch of people with similar vibes and similar mindsets. God, that's you're my, a brown nose. Well, but I, it's it's the truth. Yeah. And so um, I, I, that's why I like this conference. But I was thinking about other business conferences mm-hmm. and ones that I, I don't know if everybody in the room does. I know you go to some. Yeah. What are some really good business conferences that you've been to um, or that you would like to go to, um, I can let you think about it and give you some of mine. Or, or no, I'll answer. I, I, I don't go to as many as I'd like to. Um, sure. You know, as a guy on my own, um, sure. Finances are limited. Sure. You've talked a lot about Icon yes. a lot, which mm-hmm. is a conference. Um, yes. Yeah, I think that's put on by Infusionsoft, correct? Correct. Yes. And Infusionsoft's a CRM tool that Kirby uses. I don't use it, but they seem to have some great speakers like Gary Vaynerchuk and mm-hmm. other things like that. I wish I had more of an opportunity to go to more business conferences. Mm-hmm. I, I, so I really don't have an answer, so I'm just going to sit here and drink my beer. <laughs> well, Icon's a good one. So if anybody's looking for a conference to go to, um, whether you use the Infusionsoft software or not, Icon's good. I don't make any money for saying that. It, but they have really good speakers, great breakouts too. Um, I went to a, um, a conference, and it was a one-off conference, and it was called Business Gets Personal. And it was Gary Vaynerchuk, Seth Godin, and um, uh, Dave Ramsey. Mm-hmm. That was all kinds of awesome. Um there's one that uh, Danny Rosen works on. Uh, oh, High Five Conference. High Five Conference. And I've heard actually, good things about that. And actually, I'm going to that one this year. It's run by the American Marketing Association in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. And I'm actually speaking at that one this year. Awesome. So they're what? pretty dumb. Me. <laughs> but yeah, so, but that is, I've heard the very good things about that. I'm yeah. excited about attending it. Yeah. More nervous about speaking it because yeah. it's actually outside the industry, so you know it's a little little nerve wracking. But that's a great conference from everything I've heard from uh, Danny Rosen. Cool. All right. That's so. What's next? We're in Las Vegas, <laughs> and I can what, tell by my headache. What happens in Vegas doesn't always <laughs> stay in Vegas. So I want to ask you, Kirby, what your most memorable <sighs> Vegas experience is, and there's no holding back. <laughs> 
And while you're thinking up a lie, I'm going to tell mine. So some of you may know this, may know the story, you may not. So two years ago, I had just launched Brandivate, and I was out in Vegas on my own for the first time, my own dime. So kind of scary, a um, little nervous. I had set appointments all week, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, seven appointments each day. Got in Sunday night, and as we all do when we get to Vegas Sunday night, you see a bunch of people you know. I may have overindulged. <laughs> um, but I'm also, at the time, I'm 45 years old, and I realized that, you know, I can't do this every night and be effective. So the next night, a supplier, mutual supplier friend of ours, Dana Zezo, invited me out to dinner, and I'm certainly not one to turn down a free meal, especially when I'm on my own dime. <laughs> and this meal was at Caesar's Palace. Kirby was actually at this dinner, and he knows exactly what I'm about to tell. So we had dinner, and I only had two beers. That's mm -hmm. the truth. I only had two drinks because I knew I had seven appointments on Tuesday, seven appointments on Wednesday, and I wanted to be on top of my game. I did not only have two beers. You did not. <laughs> you were overserved. So we, we finished dinner. There were 13 of us at dinner, and it was time to go back to uh, Mandalay Bay. We're at Caesar's Palace. And one person who was there was, it's a clinical term, he was snot-slinging drunk. <laughs> Right. And he wanted to get a 13-person limo back to Mandalay Bay. That was his mission. All of us had to go in the same vehicle back. I just wanted to get back. And I know what my personality brings to the party when I'm not happy. So I walked... So up. do the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> Sorry. So I walk across the circular driveway at, at uh, Caesars Palace and sit down on a stone bench while they fig you guys figure out whatever it is you're going to figure out. And so this kid who dressed to the nines, by the way, three-piece suit, he's maybe 29 years old, super fit, but he's not singing drunk. They figure out whatever transportation issue they're going to figure out, and he sees me across the circular driveway. He says, Bill! And he comes skipping over to me. And he comes up to me, and I'm like, well, that's kind of funny. I'm a funny guy. So I grab his arm, do -si do style, and we start skipping back. About three-fourths of the way there, I felt a pop, I heard a pop, and I fell down. And I looked up at him, I said, hey, did you just kick me in the back of my calf? Because that's what it felt like. And he muttered something because he was <laughs> not saying a drunk. And what happened was I actually ruptured my Achilles tendon, skipping in Las Vegas. <laughs> As a 45-year-old man who had two bags, one of clothes and one of shoes. <laughs> should have worn more supportive shoes. I should have. I should have. So that's my most memorable Vegas experience. So I, I, I challenge you yeah. to top that. I, you know, it's funny about that night is um, that, you know, we were together and I was... Not the, like that. Yeah, I was at the foundation room <laughs> later that night and was like, where the hell's Bill? I, oh, he's at the hospital. Yeah, oh, okay. I will tell you, there's no better people watching, and, I'm, and people watching is great in Vegas anyway. There's no better place than a trauma hospital in Las Vegas when you're sober at about 10 o'clock at night. I will tell you, there's no, that is Olympic caliber people watching. Yeah, yeah. It, so uh, I'll have to, mine could never top that. It's like going to Denny's or something? Yeah, or? yeah that's right. I could never top that. Uh, honestly, my favorite Vegas story was just one that uh, simply. Was, it was outside of the industry. A uh, good friend of mine was going to get married. And uh, so he did the typical, prototypical, we're all going to Vegas for the bachelor party. And uh, so there's about 11 of us, legitimately good guys. Usually there's somebody in the group, and that you know sometimes that's me, that wants to get people in trouble. But for the most part, everybody was good. Anyway, he, we, we scheduled this, and then 
his fiance got pregnant. And so they bumped up the wedding um, like immediately. And so by the time we actually, you know, we booked it, by the time we actually went, they were already married. And so it was the uh, most rowdy baby shower I've ever been a part of. So um, there, there's plenty of stories there, but none worth telling over the air. I think I won. Yeah, you win, for sure, for so sure. So we've got another topic, and then i got a final one. Okay. Um, yeah, I'd say, let's see. I guess I'm curious. This is one that, you know, recently, just in the last week, right, um, it was announced that Hub yes. acquired Beacon. Yep. Um, I think, you know, the consolidation within the industry is something we're hearing about on a regular basis. Um, what are your thoughts? I mean, it's kind of an over-discussed thing, but I'm just curious. What are your thoughts on the supplier, uh, you know, consolidation? We're going to see more and more of it. Uh, I think yeah. if anybody doesn't think we are, either both on the supplier side and the distributor side, are, are sticking their heads in the sand. Yeah. Um, we're we're going to see a lot more of that. Um, I know they always like to announce it right around Expo because it makes a nice big splash, but that was a pretty big one. I don't think a lot of people saw it coming. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Um, but it just doesn't – there's too many – the problem is, from a supplier's perspective, everybody, not everybody, most people source their stuff from the same factories in China, and they're selling the same stuff, mm. for the most part. And I mean, there are some things, there are some companies that sell very unique things to them, but for the most part, you can get, if I, I can get a koozie from, what, 12 different suppliers, sure. and they're all coming from the same place. So as those, as you, as, as time goes on, you're going to see those more of those mergers. I think what you're going to see accelerate those on this on the distributor side. Hmm. Okay. I think you're going to see it much more on the distributor side as you know people are still button heads. They're all selling the same product from the same people. Sure. And there's very difficult. It's very difficult to differentiate on the on the distributor side. You're going to see many more. I mean, how many how many acquisitions did Halo make last year? Uh, yeah. A lot. And that's not a cut. That's not a yeah, cut at Halo. It's just that's how one of their growth strategies, and they're going to continue to do that. So it's Geiger. So it's, so are other. Yeah. Good, bad, or indifferent. That's just, I guess, that's my follow-up. Um, it's an is. Yeah. I think it's indicative of where we are as an industry right now. You know, we're maturing as an industry. People are trying to figure out what's next, and I think it's easier to buy out your competition than out hustle. Okay, cool. All right, you said you have a final topic. I, I do have one final topic. So, and I forgot what it was. Good. So I'm gonna have to because I actually came up with it just a second ago, and it was it was not that. I know what it was. So, SKUCon. So, okay. you've been here all day. I came a little late because I had, a, a, had another uh, engagement this morning. It's always a great event. Yes. You did say that. I'm going to agree with you. Uh, been to almost every, I've been to every SKUCon. I think you have two. What are you going to take away? What two or three things are you going to take away from this event? Because here's the thing, right? We, we go to all these education sessions this week and then next week we're all back in our offices the shit hits the fan and we forget what we've learned yeah for sure give me two things you're going to take away and we can open this up to anybody if anybody wants to just to, to let yeah. us know too what two things are you taking away from SKUCon so far and I know we have a closing session here uh, in a few minutes but what two things are you taking away from SKUCon it's actually fairly easy because I made my notes for this podcast right above where I started making notes in the <laughs> for, for the sessions I really think for me, the, uh, that first session with Saul um, reminded me that though I think I've done a pretty good job and our organization's done a pretty good job of selling solutions, I don't know that I've done a great job 
all the time. I do it occasionally, but I don't do a good job all the time of creating experiences for my clients and, and their end users. So tying an entire theme together, that's when I have the most fun, honestly, for clients, but I don't consistently do it. Um, that's and, and so around his presentation, I, I, I got a lot of that. I'm like, I need to, when people come to me and clients come to me for specific projects, I need to then go to spin it forward. And to his point, how do I make people laugh, think, or cry? That was a that was a that was something that resonated with me. Okay, that's one. Do you have another one? <laughs> um, I said two. I was yeah, very clear. Yeah, I know, but I don't um, often okay. uh, listen to you. Uh, so I would say <laughs> that right. there there have been several people who, and of course, you know, do the <laughs> delivering marketing joy show. There's several people here that I want to talk to about being okay. guests on my show. Cool. So I made notes about that. Okay. So two things I'm going to take away is one during the entrepreneurial jam was very interesting. Yeah. The these people are, are have some struggles and they have some challenges and so they had a great panel up on on stage and it was Adam Walterscheid and Winston Lowe and Jason Lukash. And one thing that was really interesting to me is almost every single one of them has a problem finding salespeople. Yeah. And or keeping salespeople. Yeah. So everybody thinks it's their own problem, their own unique problem, and it's very clear that it's not. Mm -hmm. And I thought there were some really good ideas um, out there. You know, I'm an advocate of hire slow and fire fire fast. Yeah. Uh, especially when it's a cultural issue. Right. Um, but it, that was very interesting. And then we had the opportunity before we were doing our workshop right now. Um, by the way, which is the biggest layup workshop in the world because we did no pre preparation. We're just doing our podcast, so we're killing two birds with one stone. It's fantastic. But we had the opportunity to listen to Catherine Graham talk yeah. about uh, client acquisition. Yeah. And she had some really great points. Um, and again, I go back to uh, someone asked a question, you know, what do I do with a client that is burning a lot of my time, burning a lot of calories? And I loved her advice is basically there's absolutely no shame in firing a client. And I couldn't agree more. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's unfortunately necessary to fire clients. Would you guys agree with that? Time to fire clients? Excellent. Yeah. Well, I think we're at the end of our time if yep. I'm looking at the digital readout on your MacBook. Yep. So, again, I want to thank everybody here. Thank you guys for attending our workshop. We really appreciate it. But I really want to thank the good people at Bay State <laughs> and Promo Corner. Yeah. Um, the good people at Bay State, they really have been very supportive of our podcast. Yes. They, they do not interfere whatsoever. They let us do what we want to do. They house it on their site, on Promo Corner site. So Bay State, thank you again very much. Mm -hmm. um, if you'd like to visit them while you're here at the PPAI Expo, their booth number is 5905. They'd love to show you their new catalog that's out. It's got quite a few new products in it. I know that. Um, still the best damn ice scraper <laughs> in the promo industry, if Absolutely. you asked me. And I know you didn't, but you're thinking about asking was, me. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and say that. Um, but thank you. I guess that's it until we talk next time, Kirby. Yep. It's been a pleasure. Been a pleasure. So we'll, we'll stick around for questions, too. Yeah, yep. I got questions. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for joining us this week for Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. As always, Unscripted is brought to you by Promo Corner's Identity Marketing. You can visit them online at promocorner.com backslash identity dash marketing.